Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Think Tank Sports. Think Tank Sports, where we think and you listen. Check us out on the socials, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Listen to us on Spotify for podcasters or wherever you get your podcasts. We are out there for you to listen to, and we're out there for you to watch, too, on YouTube. So keep doing that. We like it. We like putting the, the video content out there. Do you realize, Mike, I looked at this the other day. We've been putting out YouTube content for a year. Have we really? Well, I was like, oh, my goodness. The fact that you all have stayed with us for a year after we have shown our faces to the world. uh, Thank you. Yes. To our tens of fans. (laughs) But so anyways, as you continue to watch, uh, we're here to talk week three in the NFL, which had some compelling storylines. And uh, yeah, you know, last year, I remember it was like week after week after week. The NFL just had some incredible games. Right. So far, Mike, I, I feel like it's just week after week of just, I don't want to say strange games, but just, I, I don't know. Well, there's no, I mean, there's no obviously... consistency to it, but there's, there's always these big storylines. Yeah. I, in, and it's, it would be easy to point out, you know, fewer practices, uh, you know, less intense practices, uh, fewer preseason games, all of that. You know, I mean, um, Joe Burrow said it best, you know, if you don't play in the preseason, you know, you just can't come in in the rhythm. So, you know, the days of when we grew up, two a days are gone forever, you know, at, at every level now. Um, so you're going to get these sloppy games early. But I do feel like this week uh, we started to see some teams uh, mature. And so we'll look at it, you know, um, game by game, of course. So. Let's go all the way back in in the time machine, Dave, to last Thursday um, when my uh, New York football though? Giants. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> we're compelled to, right? Yes. Mm, <laughs> uh, they put on the uniforms and came out of the tunnel against the San Francisco 49ers who proceeded to just uh, beat them up. Now, you know. I mean, Bosa was a problem all game. Um, just couldn't get him blocked. Their their linebackers are incredible. Kept Waller pretty much in check until garbage time. Um, just uh, a great imaginative offense. The Giants, I think, played tough. You know, they're certainly tired and banged up from the road trip and, mm-hmm. you know, Thursday night game, of course, after a really um, – difficult comeback against what we're now seeing is is it a, at least a decent mm. Arizona Cardinal team. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that that tough, victory looks better already. Yeah, that a very tough Cardinal team up front. Um, yeah. And came in with some key injuries and you know everyone focuses on Saquon and that's true. Um but Anthony or is it Andrew Thomas the left Andrew tackle. Thomas, yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh out two games in a row now and the um Shuffling the line because of that has been has been difficult uh, yeah. on Danny and he, and he you know he's playing playing well but um, so ultimately I'm, that's all I'm really gonna say about this game unless you have some stats or something you want to throw in there uh, but I do want to give an analogy of what it's like to be a Giants fan right now um, this is the pro sports you know our NFL uh, podcast but uh, anybody that's probably listening does also follow college. So for me, this year, the Giants fan is like being a Wisconsin Badger fan. 
okay, uh, that we're going to be pretty decent. There's a lot of teams in our division or in our schedule that we can beat. Um, but we know there's monsters ahead of us. And in college for Wisconsin, even if they run the entire Western division of the Big Ten, you've got Penn State, Ohio State, and Michigan on the east. Uh, and they're going to have to go through them um, maybe a couple of times to actually get into the playoffs. And that's where the Giants are right now. There's monsters ahead of them, and they've played two of them. Now, Dallas certainly took a, a shot to the gut last week, this week, and mm-hmm. we'll get to that. Um, but they played two of the three monsters ahead of them in Dallas, Philly, and the Niners, and they're one and two. They won the game they're supposed to win. Do I like how it all came together? No, but mm. realistically, this is where we are. So uh, am I making sense or am I just rambling? Yeah, no, uh, they are who we thought they were. Right. Yeah, very as good. simple and, as that. And apropos, since we keep referencing the Cardinals. Yes. Um, uh, and so an interesting thought that I had, uh, Mike, as you were talking about um, – the preseason and nobody playing and you know nick bosa didn't play in the preseason yeah but somehow some way the guy just comes out and is just an absolute terror and not just in the giants game well he's in in a position where he can flaunt his individual ability his a clearly god-given athletic ability yeah, well, superior I mean, sure. to the superior most superior athletes on the planet so sure. um, and it's I, not the, the ebbs and flows of offensive and defensive planning and game management and all that stuff you know that no even the coaches aren't in regular season form yet yeah no, they're so. bound to get bigger as they continue to eat more. Um, <laughs> anyway. Anyway, let's get into the Ooh. one o'clock slate. I mean, you want to start with your bills since the, you know, we're uh, on the roll here? Sure. Yeah, we could do that. Yeah. Um, Not much of a game. No, you know, and it was interesting because it just, it kind of felt like. Oh, I'm sorry. Before you get going, I have yes. to make a confession in front of God and the entire internet. I stole a game from the NFL on Sunday. Somehow we had a, a Wi-Fi reset and my smart TV connected to the Syracuse stations. So uh-huh. I got I got your game. You got the Bills, and, yeah. And then, you know, I got the uh, uh, Packers, Saints and Packers. Saints Packers yep. on Fox. But on my iPad, I got my Albany stations, which was I like, don't really get. So I got mm. G- Jets Patriots as well. Oh. So and the Fox was was the same game. Uh, you know the. Packers so is that a triple so, dip? Uh, I guess I triple dipped on the NFL. <laughs> so anyway, so I was able. To you know what, game, Mike? Which I normally wouldn't have. Is my point. They have more money than God. So if you just happen to dip into that a little bit, good for you. <laughs> Thank you. And I Good. reset the Wi-Fi after or, and everything went back to normal. Yeah, well, that's that's your fault for doing that. Yeah. Um probably I discovered so I discovered an interesting thing. So I have YouTube TV. Um yeah, and I was watching the Bills and I look and there's um an option to select like multiple games. Yeah. And I clicked on that and whoop. 
now I have the Bills game and the Packers game on the same screen. Dave, do it on a Saturday. Oh my goodness. You oh, the four box. games. Yes. I, I did actually so, I did see that. And I was the like, the only oh. downside is you can't choose what's in the quad boxes. No, you, you just yeah, you just get which you're listening to, but yes. you get what they get. But when you have all those games going on, especially yeah. the you know, from noon to, to uh, five, six o'clock, you're gonna get options. So yeah. I'll have four games on my TV and four games on my iPad. And my wife was like, you're absolutely nuts. And I'm like, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I did see the four. I, I didn't pay much attention to the fact on Saturday that I could, you know, continue to watch that. Cause I basically put it up there and found a game and went to it. Um, right. But on Sunday I did. I, the only thing that the downside and I get it is it's the widescreen format. So right. the games don't for me, didn't fill the screen. Um, oh, and, yeah. and they just, they were small. Um, uh, but I think you know, there's adjustments you can make on your TV to make it yeah. better. Not great, but any, and maybe, so here's the two old guys going, Oh, yeah. look what we could do on our TV. Oh, but anyway, <laughs> yes. So we got, it's just all very interesting, but, all right, Bill's um, 37, yes, three, yes, stomping the Bill's, of- um, Sam Howell's future. Yeah. At you know, I don't know. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, he'll still play because, you know, who else are the commanders going to put out there? It's not like they're going to put Taylor Heineke back out there. Um, he's not there. Right? And he's not there. Well, maybe they can get Fitz Magic. Mm-hmm. You seen that commercial with the Fitz Magic? Yeah. And, uh, uh, my Jacoby younger son, Josh, Jacoby saw Brissett that. Might be a better. Oh, um, the Jets should get him option anyway sorry anyways yeah yeah so um, i had to look it up yeah that's all right yep my son saw the fitz magic commercial and he just died laughing and i'm like oh you haven't seen that yet he's like no and we have Uh been talking about fitz magic earlier for something else i don't know how it came up it was rather humorous anyways let's get to the bills uh this was a game it just it was kind of a slog i mean the bills were like slowly you know, making some progress and, and Washington was not looking all that good um, through three quarters. It's only 16 to nothing. Um, And one of the things that I, as I reflected on the entire game, as Mike said, it was 37 to three. um, They spent what I thought was an inordinate amount of time talking about Eric B and how yes. good the offense was and how talented they were. And he kept, they kept saying, well, he says they're, you know, they, they're more talented than they, than they know. And they have all this potential to be really good. I'm sorry. At some point during that game, you need to say, no, maybe not in this game. It's this. I hate to to bring this into it, but no. it's the specter of racism. It really is because there's oh. a reason Eric Bieniemy has not got a head coaching job. And I promise you, no matter what he looked like, no matter what if he was rainbow, he would get a job if his ability was to lead a team to the Super Bowl. But mm-hmm. there's something in his past. There's something in his personality. There's something in his interview. Something is stopping him, but it's him. It's not the Rooney rules. And and I guess 
I'm trying to eloquently say, you know, stop judging the situation through a racial lens and just look mm-hmm. at him. He's a bad football coach. He could very well be a, a bad, bad football, football coach. coach. Yeah. Right. It's interesting. Interesting take. Uh, I was oh. not going to go in that direction. I was going to say it's the Kansas oh, city chief bias. Okay. And because okay. there's this obsession, the Andy Reid coaching tree bias. Yeah. 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 You know, I mean, I think it's, I, I think it's a little bit of both. It's some of okay. what you said and some of what I said. I don't want to discount either uh, opinion here, but they okay. spent way too much time talking about it. And yes. I'm like, uh, it's, I agree. Either way. Like you have got to stop in this game and say, you know, Hey, you know, we talked about the enemy and all of this stuff, but the bills defense is showing this team that, you know, they have some work to do. And you didn't hear Andrew Catalan say that. And you didn't hear, Matt Ryan say that um, disappointingly. So as far as I'm concerned, but the right. bills defense absolutely dominated, dominated this game, nine sacks, four interceptions, a fumble. One of the interceptions, they ran back for a touchdown uh, Washington one for nine on third downs, 230 yards, they only got the field goal at the very end. And I feel like the enemy, they decided to kick that just to give the offense some, some semblance of success. But this game was the defense absolutely dominated and the bills offense did enough. Look, the running was great. They had 168 yeah. yards rushing the ball, 5.1 yards per carry. Josh Allen slid and went out of bounds, uh, come to find out. I don't know if you saw this, Mike. I was reading this today that um, there were some uh, bets with the Bills and Josh Allen was collecting money from from his teammates oh, really? because no. they didn't think he would slide. So he slid a bunch uh, of times. He's like, well, I'm going to be collecting some money for that. Hey, whatever he- motivates him to not take big hits on the field. I noticed the first time he slid and it was the – Turf was very slick and it was, yes. you know, right for a nice long stuff. slide. But he put a little extra flourish on it. And so now you're, now that I know, you know, that in context. Yep. That um, is exactly so. the case. Um, but the Bills just, uh, the defense was unbelievable. Yeah. Um, and the offense didn't have to work that hard. And even they got a nice long touchdown to Gabe Davis, you know, early. Yeah. I did think um, the Washington pass rush early was a problem, but it, um, we figured it was, out how to block but then, it. Yeah, yeah. It, then it just stopped. Right. Uh, what you do, what you do to all great pass rushers, and what Dallas found out is you don't go around them; you go through them, and th- and yeah. that's exactly what happened. Your your front line really should be commended um, yeah. for the running game and then the pass protection. Yeah, um, yeah. They one more just... quick gripe about the broadcast. Sure. Uh, Several cuts to uh, Magic Johnson and, and Cookie in the owner's box, and uh, then oh. a new uh, owner was there. Sure. You know, a couple of times they had, a, they had a special package, even I think coming back from break. And uh, I get it; everyone's happy that Daniel Snyder's gone. But do we have to keep dancing on his grave? I know he deserves it on on most levels. I'm not saying I'm not a Daniel Snyder defender, but. It just felt heavy handed to me. Maybe I'm reading something into it. Yeah. You know, I did not see the magic and cookie things. I did see the ownership. I do remember them talking about it. 
it's important to say, right. And they, you know, after early on chase young had a big play and they said, you know, great play by chase young. And they said, you know, he said something about the ownership and you noticed little things. That's great. That was, that was like the perfect, you know, laying it in there, segue, whatever you want to call it, uh, to the ownership. But yeah, after that, okay, we've covered it. You know, we're, we're, we're three games in now and, you know, you can, you can get off that subject and, and focus on the actual game. Um, yeah, it just, all right, let's, let's move on. We've been hammering these guys enough. I think buddy, yes. uh, Lions put it to the Falcons pretty easy. 20 to 16, really not much to see 20 and Look, 20 to six as well. Or 20 to six, excuse me. Uh, both scores, uh, did not happen. <laughs> Uh, 26. So there's a Laporta kid for Detroit to tight end that had a big game. Yeah, um, loved it. I picked him up in fantasy this week because I you. saw he was like one of the best tight ends. And um, yep, he produced for me. So I was very happy. Uh, so we touched on the other game on Fox in the early slot was uh, Packers Saints. And this was a mm-hmm. wild one, Dave. Um, the tale of two halves, you yep. know, to be sure. Um, you know, 17 nothing Saints at halftime. Um, and unfortunately, Derek Carr goes out uh, yeah, with a shoulder with injury, shoulder injury, and uh, on his throwing arm. And um, D- Dennis Allen and the boys just took the uh, foot off the gas with Jameis Winston uh, at quarterback. And you know, I understand trepidation and trying to protect it the lead and trying to protect him. But if he's your backup, you know, you got to let him rip it a little. Uh, oh, and he's got plenty of experience too. Exactly. I mean, it's not, it's not like he's a rookie going in there for his first time. Okay. Does he throw some interceptions? Sure. But he's got mm-hmm. some experience. Right. Right. Absolutely. So uh, I thought there was a real mistake, you know, decision by the coaching staff. And then when they tried to put it back on, it was too late. You know, the momentum was all on Green Bay's side and Green Bay's defense in the second half just stiffened right up um, and became a problem in the, uh, at the line of scrimmage and uh, tighter coverage and all those things. So all the scoring for Green Bay happens in the fourth quarter, Dave. Yeah. 18 uh, points for Green Bay. Mike, these drives, seven plays, 46 yards, a minute 50, seven plays, 80 yards, a minute 29, nine plays, 80 yards, 227. Right. I mean, fast, fast, efficient, efficient, efficient efficient. drives. And yeah, they, they get the lead and they're able to hang on. Uh, Boy, Green Bay looked dead in the water. Um, Yeah. So this is the Jordan Love grew up game. You know, this yep. the backs are against the wall. Um, two and one and one or two are drastically different. You know, it's early in the season. You know, like you said, they look dead in the water. Uh, lethargic. And, you know, they, they rallied the troops and, and around Jordan Love. And he delivered. So I got to, you know, I'm, I'm open to changing my opinion. I've still been kind of negative but undecided on jordan love but uh, this proved a lot to me so uh, i was impressed and uh equally i thought the saints looked great in the first half day i mean with Carr on the yeah at the quarterback it was it was a whole different team offensively so yeah uh, Yeah. i don't know how long he'll be out yet i don't know if there's any reports i forgot to look it up before we. yeah i and i have i have not looked either but i think probably not hearing anything 
you know, that, that, that could yeah. be a good thing. I, who knows? Right. Um, but yeah, that would be a big blow. And, you know, and again, um, we've talked for a few weeks, the saints defense, you know, is pretty good despite giving up 18 points in the fourth quarter. Um, they only gave up 18 points, you know, I mean, that's, right. you know, they continue to be a solid unit. Their offense did not help them at all. No. At all. In that, at the end of that game, they could not, they had several opportunities, uh, third and short and couldn't even come close to, to executing. So speaking yeah. of executing Dave, um, once the famous coach Jim Mora was asked, how do you feel about the execution of your team? And he said, yeah, I'm all for it. Uh, <laughs> we didn't do got- diddly poo on offense. <laughs> we couldn't stop anybody on defense. Yes. Yes. Uh, the Broncos <laughs> should have that kind of press conference, uh, especially, you know, with their defense. I mean, that's embarrassing. 70 burger. They put a 70 burger on them. I mean, fight for something or die for or whatever this, this quote is. And your yeah. boy, uh, the coach, Sean. Um, Sean Payton. Payton. Thank you. Thank you. When I go like this, it means I'm, I'm looking for a bailout. Yes, yes. I, I saw that. Yeah. Sean Payton. I mean, just embarrassing, uh, especially in the wake of his, you know, quotes. And I don't want to hear people now saying, you know, and I'm talking about, like Ryan Clark and Rex Ryan this morning and get up. Oh, when Sean Payton said that, I said, well, be careful what you say. No, you didn't. You no, were laughing. You, you laughed about Sean it. Payton's you thought got Sean credibility Payton, because yeah, he's going to be so successful. And yeah. Yeah. No, so, nope. Yeah, I did. I'm going to hold people's feet to the fire on that. And I'll get yeah. the receipts as the kids say. Yep. Uh, 70 to 20 this game. I mean, I mean, it, it it numbers. was ugly. I, you know, I saw, I mean, there's umpteen memes about everything these days. Right. But there right. was one that I saw that was um, your nerd coach there for the dolphins. Like, yeah, yeah. In this, in the stands, there was like a picture of him with the headset, like in the stands, like, Oh, he was yeah. calling plays from the stands with the fans and stuff. Uh, yeah. Seventies ugly. The second highest point total in the history of the league. The Dolphins was 724 yards, the second highest yard total ever uh, in a game. And they had an opportunity, Mike, to kick a field goal late. Uh, the record is 72 points. They had an opportunity yeah, to kick a field goal late. You don't have to say who late. that was done against. Okay, we won't. Um, my New York football giants. Yeah. yeah. So they didn't do that. You know, good for them. I, I mean, 70 yeah. is just bad enough like it doesn't need to be yeah. 73 um but yeah if i watching highlights i mean oh my gosh denver's defense is so so the tackling dave there was one that moser what, what, hold down. on what what tackling yeah exactly <laughs> moser went down the sideline tippy chode no one still got there then got missed an arm tackle somebody got near him but didn't even try to push him out of bounds and they just you know ran it in uh we got to talk about the no look shovel pass to a chain. Yeah. They, they brought Tyreek Hill in motion. Yeah. Like it was going to be a jet sweep, which is a pretty common play that yeah. they run at the goal line. And Tua just no look past it uh, with his right him. hand. With his right hand. Thank you. Yeah. Tua and, is left handed. Uh, a chain caught it. And to a chain's credit, 
there was some you know traffic in the middle there and he just bust through it for a touchdown what a, what, yeah. a, what a fun and that was a 14-7 at the time so that made it 21-7 so it wasn't in garbage time when they were doing that no no it was not thank you marv albert um what i would say <laughs> is that's that's you know a play that you see the chiefs run a lot for kelsey Right. Um, they, you know, the chief scored with McKinnon on that yesterday. Um, so people are starting to do that and use that, you know, that chief's play, if you will. Um, and just, you know, we're seeing speaking with of some variations. Plays, on it. Yeah. We're seeing is, uh, the diamond formation for the quarterback sneak that the Eagles have been doing this year. Hmm. I see, saw it all over college, all over the pros yesterday. It's like, uh, and I understand, you know, invitation is the f- best form of flattery. That's a, that isn't a heck of a play. Yeah. Uh, not a heck of a game, though, Dave, in your division. Patriots, <laughs> Jets, and just a rock fight. <laughs> just a who wants it less bowl. Mm-hmm. Both teams, bad coaching decisions, bad execution down the stretch. <laughs> uh, really, the, the Jets had what? After they went down 15 10, uh, after they went down 13 10, yeah. they had three opportunities, three opportunities. And one of them ended in a safety, <laughs> and the other two just went just as well. You know, it was it was ugly. They went backwards. Um, literally. And, yeah, backwards. and literally. And and they got bailed out uh, even to get it to 13 10 on a phantom, in my opinion. Uh, yes, the passing PI call to yeah. back at the end his own uh, Randall Cobb, you know, the veteran did a veteran move and they got away with it. So uh, and that gave them first and goal to one. Of course, they punched it in. So uh, I don't know. What, do you have anything else to say? I don't think either team looked particularly good. The Patriots defense um, certainly stood toe to toe with the Jets defense on this day. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, just offensively just... has has what it takes in my opinion. Yeah. So, I mean, some good numbers for the Patriots running the ball, 40 carries 157 yards against, you know, a Jets defense that's supposedly pretty stout. Um, Jets were two for 14 on third down. Um, You know, Zach Wilson was, was just horrible. Um, I mean, just, just horrible. The guy was under duress. Uh, I, I'm saying, I'm not saying he should have, he should have performed much better and Aaron Rodgers would have had the same problem though. But I mean, it, it, he was just under duress. Yeah. Their line has fallen apart as the season's gone on. Right. Um, right. They had really injuries. Gone. They had to move Mackay yeah. Becton over to left tackle and move somebody right. else to right tackle. And you really right. don't want to be doing that ever, but also in a, in a big time divisional showdown. Um Yeah. Yeah, it was bad. So after the game, Sala was, you know, one selling that, you know, Zach uh, Wilson's a much improved quarterback and he's solidly, you know, our quarterback. Um, and that, you know, this is only week three and we knew it was going to take a while to adjust. We had all new offensive everything, um, whether it was Aaron or Zach, it would be an adjustment. So, yeah. Uh, and I get him selling that. It's kind of what he has to say. Mm-hmm. But uh, it just, it kind of reeked a little bit of save my job, save my job. Yeah. Just a little, just yeah. a little. I'm not, and, and I'm, uh, he's probably right in thinking that. Sure. Sure. Um, you know, he's probably going to get some leeway given the Rogers injury. 
Um, but we'll see. I mean, they they, still have, to win. they have to win some games. I mean, if they end up doing right. like a two and fifteen, I think he's right. gone. Right, right. Exactly. You know, they got to try to do well, so seven. How many and 10 wins? Or, yeah, I was gonna say how many. Wins yeah, probably seven. seven yeah, probably yeah. seven. I mean, eight obviously would be better, but we'll see. Um, one what thing that I that I saw it well just oh. to finish up on this. Yes, um, of course. The uh, Mac Jones gets up after a tackle uh, and uh, goes 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 for the biscuits there for uh, Sauce Gardner and yeah. So if you haven't seen that, go check that out. Uh, Mac Jones, I don't know what you think you're doing uh, doing that. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. I mean, there's cameras everywhere. Yeah, I mean, there's well, cameras well, everywhere. The van, Betty's not butter's not going to make it today, boys. Yeah. Um, uh, right. next, Mike, buddy? one of your, one of your favorites there, the chargers, um, yeah. you know, this, this game we talked about last week, both teams, zero and two against the Vikings, um, the losers basically done for the year, um, and a great back and forth game, 28, 24, um, but Justin Herbert, Mike 40 of 47 for 405 yards and three touchdowns, no interceptions, uh, just going crazy. Keenan Allen with 18 catches for 215 yards. Mike Williams with seven catches for 121 yards and a touchdown and is now hurt and done for the season. Tell me if you heard that before. And I have him on one of my fantasy teams. So I will be looking for another wide receiver fantasy teams. Um, but very interesting. I mean, both teams had 475 yards. I mean, just, you know, defense optional here, um, except in the end, right? They intercept the Vikings in the end zone um, to end the game. But what an offensive shootout, Mike, uh, between yeah. two great quarterbacks and two pretty good offenses. That's true. That's true, Dave. The... <laughs> Did I say something me- that wasn't true? No, I don't know if offensive shootout is is what I would maybe put it. Certainly not what it could have potentially been. I guess. Sure. Uh, uh, yeah. Of course. Especially at the end, neither team would put this away, including a very controversial. Um, I don't really want my job anymore. Brandon Staley going for it. Oh yes. On um, fourth and fourth one and in one. his own twenty or twenty-two or something like that. Yeah. Um, and, and running it up the middle, running it straight up the middle to nothing, uh, and turning the ball over. Now bailed out by that ball. Uh, the cousins threw was on Hawkerson's hands, just bounced off. I thought I haven't really watched a lot of the replays. No, I have um, not yet to seen that one either. Uh, but in my opinion, watching it live, it, it hit off of his hands, or at least was semi catchable and uh, bounced in the air. And, and like you said intercept in the end zone to end it. So it was very entertaining ending for sure. Yeah. Uh, Chargers and that coaching staff had to have this game yeah. uh, after all of the close losses and pulling, you know, defeat from the jaws of victory. <laughs> uh, and then, like I said, Staley just caution to the wind, you know, I believe in my guys, the numbers say all of that. Um, blah, I, blah, I can't blah, imagine blah, blah, blah. any analytics that went a al- say fourth and short inside your own and like that is no. a good idea, but nope. I don't have the numbers they do. No. Nope. Um but yeah, so 
two, I don't think ultimately very good teams. You know, not what no. we thought coming into the season. Uh, these are two teams that are not maturing or, or you know, getting better. Nope, they are not. So, Mike, here's my question for you after this game. The Vikings are now 0-3. So what will we see first? A Minnesota Twins playoff win, which they have not had since 2004, or a Minnesota Vikings regular season win, which will we see first? <laughs> the playoffs in the Major League Baseball yeah. will start next week. So they're the probably going to get Texas, right? Have one chance. Ball. Yeah. Um, and they're going to get beat by Texas, um, handily. Uh, so I guess I'd say the Vikings, uh, okay. because that division is still winnable. I don't know that the lions are going to run away and hide. They're a good team, but they're not yeah. a runaway and hide. in my, maybe they will be, you know, yeah. uh, it could be that they're maturing nicely. They're winning games handily that they should win. Uh, beating the Falcons, which has been a very spunky team already this year, uh, 20 to six. And yep. um, so, you know, kudos to them. Uh, but the other teams in that division are just not very good. I, I don't think Green Bay, uh, although I did say I'm going to give Jordan Love more credit. So you can Green give him more probably, credit, but that doesn't mean that they're good. Right, right. I, I would call Green Bay just above 500. Um, yeah. So can Minnesota get there? Yeah, they won. 13, you know, at 13 and 4 last year. They certainly can rip off wins. The high powered offense, if Jefferson could stay healthy um, and they can continue to get good line play, you know, they're going to have to outshoot people like they did last year. Yeah. Um, but I'm not okay. ready to say they're not. And then so when you get in the playoffs, anything can happen. So, yep. Yep. And uh, they they go to 0 and 3 Carolina and are favored by three and a half this next week. Uh, gotcha. And then get the Chiefs after that. So we'll see right. as far as the Vikings go. Um, uh, so we, I mean, we've alluded to it 97 times. Let's get to Cowboys Cardinals, right? Yes. Yeah. Let's, let's do that. You know, it's very interesting, Mike. So in doing my research before the game here, or before the podcast, I should say, um, and I watched a good amount of this game cause it was on, yeah. you know, it was right. the you know, game of the week and whatever. Um, I go back and I look at the team stats and you look at the team stats and I, as I'm going through them, how does Dallas lose this game? I mean, they've got 400 yards of offense, uh, 185 rushing, 230 passing. Um, that you know they they held the ball for you know nine more minutes than the Cardinals did, and I'm trying to figure out what the heck goes on. And then I come to two things. First, the penalties, 13 of them yes. for 107 yards. But the big one, Mike, was the one for five uh, performance by the Cowboys in the red zone. Yep. And that's yep. what killed them because everything else, you look at the stats and you go, they, they should have won this game, you know, at least by a touchdown. Instead, they lose 28-16. Mike, what did you see? I saw. Besides, besides happiness. Well, I mean, they did kick our ass only three or two and a half weeks ago, so I'm not really sure. in a spot to, to really celebrate. Um, but like I said to you, couldn't happen to a better team. 
But what I really came away with this game uh, with are two things, Dave. First of all, yep. the Cardinals, super tough up front on both sides of the ball, controlled the line of scrimmage, ran through that Dallas yep. pass rush, not didn't try to go around it. Connor was a beast like he was against us the yep. week before. 222 um, yards rushing for the Cardinals at 7.4 yards per carry. And I also came away saying I'd rather have Josh Dobbs as my quarterback than Dak Prescott at this point in their careers. Wow. Yeah. And wow. because I don't believe Prescott ultimately is a winner. What has he ever actually won? Nothing at Mississippi State. Uh, nothing so far in, in Dallas. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this game was a microcosm of mm-hmm. Dallas flying high, being one of the three monsters I alluded to earlier. Um, when I was talking about the Giants and the NFC, yeah. Um, but uh, the, when they needed their hero, their captain, he, he couldn't deliver. Mm-hmm. And this isn't something I'm saying in a vacuum in this game. This has been building and building and building. And now I think it's at a crisis mode. He's been paid. I think he was right to get paid. They abused this sure early in his career. You know, running the ball and getting, you know, playing with terrible lines. He absolutely deserved to get paid. I don't begrudge anybody that. Um, but that was a commitment by ownership mm-hmm. that he's he's our guy. He's our next Roger Starbuck, Daniel White. And he's just not. Troy Aikman, I guess I got to put him in there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you can't put Danny White in there and not put Troy Aikman in there. I mean, you I, can, but that's just insulting. Danny White was a, was a trolling, as the kids say. Yes, um, yes. Uh, but anyway, uh, I forgot where I was going. Yeah, well, I'm just with, with, with Dak. Dak is, is, is just, he doesn't have that dog in him. He just doesn't have that. Um, yeah. Win at all costs. I'm superior. Cock of the walk. Whatever you, however you want to, the swagger. I, I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't care. He's a, he's a good dude by all accounts. You know, um, I, I'm not saying anything about his character or anything else, but his quarterback play. Um, he he's Kirk Cousins light. In my opinion. yeah, yeah. So it'll be interesting. So the next three weeks. So you don't Dallas, want to touch that subject at all. You just oh no, I, I will in a second. I will in a second. So um, the next three games, Dallas at home for New England, uh, at San Francisco Sunday night, at the Chargers the following Monday. Um, So what, you know, what is the deal with Dak? Um, I think that New England defense will be a litmus test. Right, right. So, right. So you have two really good defenses. And again, as Mike has has so eloquent eloquently put the Cardinals, you. uh, you know, defensive line played really well against Dallas. Uh, and so now you're going to see new England and then you're going to see San Francisco. A lot of people say San Francisco might have the best defense in the league. Uh, right. what is Dak going to do? Um, you know, after two games, it certainly felt that way. What I wanted to get at with the schedule is looking at, well, you know, the Cowboys could still, you know, they could win, two or three of the next games and, you know, be five and one. And we have a different conversation, but if they do that, we will, but right. I if they do that, we zero, will, but right. New England, strong defense, San Francisco, chance. strong defense. Yeah. They right. very, very well could be two and three going to play the chargers. Now I, right. they probably will beat new England. Cause I think new England offensively is just going to struggle. Um, and I think Arizona certainly has more offensive talent there, uh, and they certainly showed it, but, 
Um, yeah, Dak Prescott, he still Good has stuff, he still has stuff to prove. I mean, that's just the bottom yeah. line. He's got to he has to have big time success, and he just flat out has not done that. This is a game they should not lose uh, the way they did. Right, and especially coming off a loss, it's time to you know, if you're going to yeah. be for real, it's time to be for real. Oh yeah, absolutely. This is a game that those teams that say they're going to be going to the Super Bowl, this is not a game that you lose. Right. That way. Uh the Sea Chickens take care of the Panthers uh 37-27. That's um fine with me. I don't know. I didn't really see any of this game to be frank with you. I've certainly looked at the stats. And oh, you could be Mike with me too thing. if you want. Sure. Um anything <laughs> yeah. remarkable there? Uh, no, nope. oh, we didn't talk about um, your girl T Swizzle uh, and the Chiefs oh, and please. the Bears. Nah, is what is the what is there to talk about? The best thing about Tuesday. that game was that the Chiefs were way out in front and they switched to another game. That's right, and we Absolutely. and we got to see uh, the Dallas game because honestly, it, it was it was ugly. Well, we need to talk about the the buys of the Bears and and Justin Fields. I mean, it's it's over, right? It's over. <laughs> Yeah. What do you do? You, you know, I saw. I mean, it's over except that he's going to have to play out. You know, the season. season, right? Um, you know, right. and then you have not, to see what happens. Let, um, um, Nora Peterson go, um, the kid that had the really bad debut all those years uh, ago with the Bills. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, Peterman, right? Yeah, Norm, uh, Pe- Norm Peterson, Norm Peterman, Norm. whatever. Right, that guy. Yes, yes. They have this kid that's a backup that's like an undrafted rookie, and that's it. Um, So yeah, field. They're betting on fields for sure. But I saw a you know a way too soon draft order Mm. tweet today, and uh, the Bears are one, and then they have a pick from Carolina, so they're like would be six as well. So they're already in. You know, Caleb Williams, Caleb Williams mode, or Cam (laughs) Rising, or you know, Sam Hartman. Bo Nix. Do I have to say Bo Nix? Yeah, Bo you Watson. do. I, yeah, Bo Nix is. He oh, is. A, he deserves a, it. He is a stud right now from for the Oregon Ducks. Um, yeah. yeah. And but, so uh, yeah. as we're talking about the Bears, Mike, leading into what I've already seen people saying as might be the worst NFL game in the history of the oh, NFL yeah. coming up the O and three Denver Broncos at the O and three Chicago bears. Yeah. The Broncos favored by three and a half points. Mike, the over under is 46. Oh my goodness. <laughs> they couldn't get to 46 in two games. Uh, the Broncos have given up 16 touchdowns in three games. Dave, you know how many, how many times they've made the other team punt? In three uh, games. I, I'm gonna say three. Five. Oh, it, okay. It's That's... about ridiculous. Yep. <laughs> Better than I expected. The so, Steelers yeah. get a nice win against the Raiders 23-18 on Sunday night football. Um this was yeah, it seemed like a flag fest at the beginning, dude. It was uh it, beginning, it was yeah. There's a lot of penalties in that game. Um yeah. for sure. Um as far as that goes, but Kenny Pickett seemed calmed down a little and, and, and a little more accurate. He was 16 for 28 for 235, two touchdowns, no interceptions, which is important. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, he only got sacked once, so they kept him clean. 
and they ran the ball, you know, 31 times. It was only for 105 yards, not what you want, 3.4 average. Thank but, you, Joe Girardi. Yeah, but certainly, you know, helped open up the offense against, you know, a very good Raiders pass rush. Um, the Raiders always have athletes, you know, you might not know their names or where they went to college or where they found them, but they always seem to have, <laughs> where they you, found know, them. <laughs> where, you know, prison, wherever. Um, but uh, yeah, they, they played, they played well on defense, I thought, but um, yeah, Steelers prevail. Nice win yep. for the Steelers. Uh, yep. Yep. Good for them. I, you know, we talked about, you know, we certainly talked with Jared about the Steelers being feisty and, uh, you know, two and one after three games, I think is feisty for the Steelers. Um, yes. And, you know, they haven't scored a lot of points, only 56, you know, through the three games. Um, but they're tied with Baltimore and, and Cleveland. Um, Cleveland was a solid one against a weird Titans team, but. Yeah, that's really about all I have to say about that game too. Yep, yep. But, the Titans are not good. Yeah. Um, um, let's see. Uh, so TJ Watt, Dave, is a problem. Two sacks, two tack, two solo tackles, also, um, but a problem all night. So it'll be interesting to see if he and Bosa can stay healthy. Um, and really go after some sack records here because they they've both been um, just prolific and, and seem when they're right um, as unblockable. Uh, Michael Parsons, I have to put in that in that category as sure, well for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know those three can really you know rack up some big numbers um, if they keep it up and stay healthy, which as we know in the NFL is very difficult so we had some games we have the uh, two games here as we record on monday night currently the eagles are ahead uh three to nothing at the almost the end of the first quarter yep end of the first um, yep uh it would be really nice for me if the buccaneers can pull this one out and uh, the nfc east at least everybody will have lost then if the eagles could lose tonight mm-hmm. um Certainly works no in the Giants' favor. The mascot. There's no way I'm rooting for the mascot. So. <laughs> and then uh, uh, kicking off in about uh, 25 minutes, the Bengals and the Rams. I did see Joe Burrow is good to go tonight. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how healthy he is and if they can. Uh, well, he's he's active. I don't. They haven't said he's going to start, have they? Uh, I I saw that like right before we connected that he okay quote his quote was I'm good to go. No, all right. Yeah. So, um, and then uh, and, and a Rams team who I kind of like a little bit. So it'll be interesting to see what they're going to do against uh, what should be a very good Bengals and, and, and probably a little bit desperate Bengals team, at least to shut people up. You know, I yeah. think ultimately they're a good football team. Is just not right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah they should sure. be desperate at zero and two, right. um, but we'll see what right. happens. Uh, yeah, it, the way Miami is playing and the Chiefs are playing. Um, the Bills are playing. I think you really the the Ravens. Uh, did the Ravens take a stumble this week? Oh yes, they uh, lost in overtime the, uh, against the Gardner Minshew. Yeah, yeah, and the Colts, which is a, a you know good good for Gardner. Um, I'm bummed that R- Richardson. Here's another kid that I've gained a little respect for since the season started, but already he's been hurt twice. Yeah, yeah, um, and that's really my. Uh, He's very inaccurate in my opinion, or at least he was in college or and erratic, but very small. 
also. So yes. Um, yep. So we'll see, but yeah. Um, lots of anything good week four real quick, buddy. I'm sorry. No, no, it's fine. I mean, obviously the huge, huge, huge game, uh, the dolphins at the bills, uh, in yeah. the one o'clock slot, the bills favored by two and a half right now. Uh, Miami's lost eight straight in Buffalo. So the dolphins, you know, looking to break that streak, uh, Mike, uh, the dolphins are not going to run rough shot against no. the bills defense like they did, uh, against the Broncos. So it's, uh, you know, I'm pretty it's, sure your coach would come off the bench and tackle people themselves. All of um, <laughs> Woody Hayes back in the day. Yeah, Ohio yeah. State. yeah. Um, but it should be Hashtag just a great. Yes. It should just be a great, great matchup uh, again. in the There was such o'clock. a dimi- dismissive. Yes, Dave. Yep. Yep. I thought much. we were tighter than that. Yeah. Well, as we move on um, okay. <laughs> the, uh, Ravens at the Browns, both teams two and one. The Browns favored by two and a half. Always uh, a slugfest. Yep. yep. Uh, Tampa right now two and zero. Oh, depending on what happens at two and one, New Orleans. New Orleans yep. favored by three. So there are some good games. New Orleans uh, should be three and zero. Oh. Man, if cars hurt, that's a whole different team. Yeah. Uh, Rams Absolutely. Colts. You know, two teams that are feisty and you know NFC AFC match crossover game, but still. Uh, should be a fun one. Um, your boy Zach Moss is having a nice uh, little career there for the Colts. With, well, yeah, it's Taylor taken him a little while, well. but oh my gosh, yeah. they went to him like he was the featured back uh, yeah. yesterday, and good for him. Good. I, I mean, yeah. I always liked Zach Moss. It just yep. was one of those things where you know, from a running perspective, I don't think the Bills really had an identity. We talked about it. They didn't run enough. Who are they using? I should use Zach Moss more. Um, right. So good for him for catching on with the Colts. Uh, yeah. Huge NFC East matchup, Mike Washington at Philly um, should be an interesting. I'm not sold that Washington's as good as they've been getting credit for early. Oh no, I'm not either, but it's, a, you know, but it's a big Especially matchup, particularly if the Eagles, you know, lose tonight. Uh, and both teams are two and one. Um, That becomes a big matchup. And Mike, your Giants, Monday night uh, at home against the Sea Chickens, favored by a point and a half, which seems to be a little generous, I would think, uh, given how things are going. But, um, you know, look, if if the Eagles lose tonight and, you know, the Giants have a chance against the Sea Chickens, yeah, they could. You know, they could get back into this. It's they're certainly not sure. out of the mix by any stretch at one and oh, two. Oh no, I don't feel like that. Uh quite I mean yet. they've had I some disheartening don't... losses for sure, right. but they're not right. out of the mix. Uh if you uh Swifties are run- wondering the Chiefs at the Jets Sunday yeah. night football, eight twenty kick. Uh so Get there early, get there often to catch a glimpse yep. of uh, your hero, apparently. Uh, I'm glad Jay's shaking his head and not giving in to this uh, <laughs> nonsense. And, nope. Uh, I, I no. hope this is the last time we talk about it, to be frank. Yep. Nope. Uh, I, I agree. And um, yes, you could also, to be Mike, um, <laughs> how much the NFL is going to try to flex out of all of these jets games that they put in prime time and in big slots. Um, 
we're just gonna have well, to continue Sunday to watch night, that. Not going anywhere. Yeah. Right. No, I mean that this is the thing. This is the Sunday night matchup. And yeah. you now you've had them on Monday night. You've had these big matchups. You know, they kicked off the season on Thursday night. Um, no, not on Thursday night. Um Monday night. So Monday yeah, night. you know, it's they're there the NFL is gonna be stuck with a lot of these really bad uh Zach Wilson Jets you know yeah. products on the field there's just just going to be I'm what's sure. it's it a ga- cal- it was a calculated gamble at the time i'm sure they probably win those bets 80% of the time oh know? sure so, yeah i mean uh, you can't it's no hard way. for me to weep for them but i understand what you're saying too as a viewer yeah. when that's the only game on that's a, it's a, it's rough yeah and you want to watch doing the laundry as i like to say sure yeah oh it definitely does but if you want to watch football you know you'd like to see some good games uh i always like what um my good friend there the mad dog always says the nfl has too many mouths to feed and not enough good games and not enough good teams so um when you think about the thursday night game and then two big sunday games during the day sunday night and monday they've got five time slots and they don't have enough good teams to to fit into those also within the parameters of they're trying to rotate the everybody gets a thursday night game and they're trying to get teams in lots of spots you're going to end up with some really bad predicting who's going to be good and who's going to be healthy it's just impossible yep so yep so Tough spot for the NFL, but yeah, like Mike says, hard time, you know, feeling bad for them when they're just, you know, making muddy hand over fist and, and then some, uh, like I saw, right. Yeah. Not everybody (laughs) is making that. Yes. Well, we could be folks. If you keep uh, watching and subscribing, like, and subscribe, um, help us get at least a hand to make a fist with, um, (laughs) and we'll figure out what to do with the rest. Uh, We would appreciate it. um, But we do do appreciate the longevity on YouTube and uh, on straight podcast, people still listening uh, occasionally on Spotify and, and other places as well. So I uh, appreciate all this time, all the effort Dave's put in. We appreciate that. Um, and looking forward to keep doing this. As, as you may have noticed, folks, changing podcast studios soon. I've had boxes behind me for a, a couple months now, it feels like. so. Um, <laughs> yep. New location, um, going to be good for everything. So uh, looking yeah, forward to that. Mike's going to be stepping into a plush new studio. Yes. Uh, yeah. Enclosed with nice walls and soundproofing um, and everything else in his dreams, maybe. But he will be yeah. changing locations. Well, there'll but be we a will... producer that can edit and cut clips and insert <laughs> music and clips and everything we don't know how to do and don't want to take the time to figure out. Um, anyway, uh, wow, the old guys are out right now. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Check out Lose with us as well. If you're still here, you're a fan, so check out Lose with us. Uh, every Thursday or Friday, depending on our schedules, um, we take a Fourier into um, the gambling world and see what we can learn. So, uh, we would appreciate that as well. Until we talk again here at Think Tank Sports where we think and you listen as we strive for five. Good night, everybody. See ya.